0: Good day, everyone. This is Dario Archer, and welcome to the Natural Choice Network, a local platform and meeting place where sustainable living comes live. Naturalchoice.net and the Natural Choice Network web companion guide have many great ways for a conscious community to connect, to stay up to date on green resources, natural health, natural food, and mind spirit. And you can always stay Connected right here with me on the first and second Tuesdays at half past noon on Alternative Talk 1150. Hello, gardeners, would be gardeners, thinking about becoming a gardener. Okay, we live in Washington and we have a short growing season, but what if you could grow in the fall and the winter? How cool would that be? Growing things, being outside, our hands in the soil, connecting, you know, the adult sandbox. How wonderful is that? Our next guest has some wonderful answers and classes to share with you. So welcome, Marnie Soren, TILT's Community Education Project Manager. So welcome, Marnie. Thanks. It's great to be here. Lovely. So um, I'm very curious. I have not heard that we can grow uh, winter gardens and fall gardens. So explain about some of the classes and that that you're offering at the Tilth Alliance.
1: Sure, yeah. Well, uh, it's great that we're having this conversation right now because midsummer is actually the perfect time to start thinking about your fall and winter gardens. And when I say that, I'm I'm really talking about um, when we would be harvesting our crops. So we're not doing as much planting in the fall and the winter, but we're getting ready and planting them through the midsummer into the late summer and early fall so that we can have some crops that we can harvest through the fall and the winter. And one of the classes that we have are offer at this time of year is actually called Start Your Fall and Winter Garden, <laughs> which is all about kind of the ins and outs of getting ready to, to shift into this next growing season. Um, we also have a class called Garden Maintenance, which is really helping you think about how you can maintain a healthy garden throughout the summer season. And a lot of gardeners do planting in the spring, and then it gets to the summer, and they're like, "What? What? What am I supposed to be doing right now?" So. Um, that class will kind of get into some of the ins and outs of harvesting and watering and fertilizing and maintaining your garden through the season. Um, And uh, some of the other classes we have offered are kind of a bit more geared towards how, how to what you do with all the bounty of your garden so right.
0: well let's go back to like if like you're a newbie gardener because i know a lot of people you know they were confined for a long time and suddenly everybody's you know it's their outdoor patio is now their other living room <laughs> right yeah and so so how do they you know prepare for this i mean do you need a large space can you do this in containers yes Yeah,
1: you can you can grow a lot of food in small spaces, you can grow them in containers or your garden beds, you don't you don't need a lot of space, it may just be a matter of picking and choosing which crops are going to produce the most food in that small amount of space if you're working in a smaller space
0: is um, can you do it like on raised you know like uh, flower beds for you know like if you're an older gardener if you you know have some injuries and you can't bend down so there's a lot that you could do with like raised flower beds and that or you know like the ones that have like they're off the ground about two or three feet
1: yeah those are great and I think they're a huge piece of making gardening more accessible and ergonomic for lots of different bodies and lots of different ages Um, those can be really great ways of adapting and bringing the garden closer to you in whatever way is is comfortable because it should be something you enjoy and not something that's very
0: right and so is there um like is there a certain way that you prepare the soil I mean do you have to look at you know um I I assume it's kind of like growing flowers you have to look at you know where the sun's going to be for what crop and and you know what kind of duration that you have as the sun changes and gets shorter from you know this great time of year is it as it wanes?
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That is a great question. And yes, those are all important considerations. So in terms of preparing the soil and getting ready, a few things that I think about are the moisture level in your soil. So for example, if you were getting started in the spring, you want to make sure that the soil is dry enough to get started working in it. And then if you're getting started now, say midsummer, summer you want to make sure that there's that the soil is actually wet enough and that it's not too dry, you want something that's going to be evenly moist somewhere in between like soaking wet and bone dry uh, to get started and then um, when you're getting ready to plant you know adding one a few inches of compost like one to three inches of some kind of compost uh, well-balanced fertilizer and then you should be good to go and if you're okay. working in a bigger bed you can get a soil analysis.
0: I'm going to have you hold that thought we need to take a short break here okay. so stay with us and we'll be right back with Marty after these short breaks. Sure
2: confused about all your supplement choices the highly trained staff at GNC factoria can help you select the right products whether you're looking for solutions to weight loss muscle gain sleep issues stress relief or other conditions we're here to help you improve your health and quality of life as part of the biggest and most established national retail chain GNC factoria offers competitive pricing besides helping our customers we also believe in giving back to the community support your health Support your community. Give GNC Factoria Mall a call at 425-401-9066 or go to naturalchoice.net, keyword search GNC.
1: Life is a journey. Are you on the right path for you?
0: Dr. Jody Berg can help you move forward and uncage yourself from negativity in the past. Dr. Berg is a naturopathic physician who focuses
1: on treating the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. She provides individualized counseling and healing. Free yourself with loving and compassionate guidance. Call Dr. Berg at 425-258-2325 or go to naturalchoice.net, keyword
2: search Berg. Nobody knows eggs better than Stibers Farms. Stibers Farms is Washington's premier cage-free and organic egg producer. They've been supplying local quality farm-fresh eggs since 1953. Today, they offer certified 100% organic eggs, beef, and feed. They even own and operate their own certified organic feed mill to maintain the integrity of their organic egg program. Their products are available throughout the Northwest. Look for Stibers Farms eggs at your local natural food store. To find out more, go to naturalchoice.net, keyword search STIBRS. Stibers Farms, the egg people. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk 1150. This is Kendra Ramus with Washington Trails Association, and you're listening to the Natural Choice Network on Alternative Talk
0: 1150. We're back with Mari Soren of Telth community um, project manager. And she's talking to us about growing gardens, whether they're raised beds for beginning gardeners to advance. So, Marnie, I wanted to ask you, it's, It's say you're a brand new person and you have like, you know, the soil's pretty good and you get, you know, a fair amount of sunlight. You don't, you know, maybe you get like six or eight hours, you know, depending upon how your house is oriented, is there like special things that we have to do or what would be like an easy vegetable or a, something to grow to harvest for like a really new beginner that's probably very nervous and, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, this, it's a great question. I'd say um, any time of year, really, um, we are lucky that we can grow lots of different types of salad greens. So think about your lettuce, arugula, all the mesclun mustard greens, all of those are great choices. They're um, pretty (laughs) fail-safe, you know, just getting started and they're delicious. And it's always nice to be able to harvest the base for a salad at your, from your own garden.
0: Absolutely. So let's say so, and then that growing season, are they like, you know, like a 30 day, a 45 day for harvest?
1: Yeah, yeah. And so what you're referring to is is like the days to maturity. So different crops have different time periods that they're going to take to grow and mature. Things like your leafy greens, a lot of but leafy salad greens, a lot of those will, will take about 30 to 45 days to mature. But then think about um, you know, some of your longer season crops, things you might plant in the fall to harvest in the winter or in the following spring, things like your cabbage or a sprouting broccoli. Those are going to have much longer periods of time there in the ground. Um, and that's why getting them started a little bit earlier so they can get growing. Once you plant your fall crops, um, and the weather shifts sometime around late October, our plants are gonna go through a period of dormancy and really they're just kind of um, holding still for a period of time, but you can harvest them. And then once the daylight comes back and the weather starts to warm again, you'll start to see those crops coming back in the early spring. So it's kind of like a nice way to hold some crops uh, in the garden through the winter and then also have treats for yourself in the early spring before you're ready to get before the soil is dry enough to get planting.
0: Oh, that sounds really nice. So is there... Um yeah, we can have colorful pots and whatnot. And is there like, um, how do we know if the soil is like you said, right now, it's like in the summer, you want to test that it's dry enough. I mean, is it, you know, you stick your finger down to the first joint or so to see if it's wet down there, or, you know, uh, my mom used to do stuff like that. And she goes, Oh, you just got and test. And
1: yeah, yeah, it's, a, it, yeah, it's um the best way really is to just feel the soil, everyone's soil makeup will be different. And so one person may have, very sandy soil, another person may have very clayey soil. And so the best thing is to get to know your own soil. And I usually go down about an knuckle or two, um, between an inch and two inches to see how the soil moisture is. You could also do a soil moisture test, which is where you would basically dig down in those first few inches, take this soil and make a ball, make it into a ball with your um, with your hands. It doesn't need to be a super tight ball. Toss it up in the air, like about the height of your head, and let it land on an open palm. And if it breaks apart easily, then the soil is a good moisture level. If it splashes you, it's too wet. If it stays like totally in that same ball, it's probably too wet. And if it crumbles like into sand, then it's too dry. So you could always do that method too.
0: Oh, I think kids would have a great fun with that. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> They just toss it. Well, that's kind of neat. And I know that they have probes and everything else. Is right. there, um, is there any like special tools that, you know, like a beginner needs? I mean, you know, a, a, a little shovel or a hoe or, you know, what, what sort of things would they need? Let's just say they're going to the hardware store. They know nothing. What would be the basics that they would need to come home with?
1: Sure. the, the the tools i use most often and that i'd probably recommend include a digging fork which is the tool that i would use to aerate the soil kind of fluffing the soil like you'd fluff up a pot of fresh rice you know okay right um you can also get a rake or a shovel to help smooth the soil once you've aerated it and then a hand shovel for planting and weeding so those are really the Two or three tools that I think can be most helpful, uh, in addition to a good pair of gloves, so that you don't dry out
0: your the skin on your hands. No, right. So, um, so do you have to put like shade cloth, like you know, to keep things down, or do you just, you know, plant without shade cloth? Of course, if you're going to do it in planters, I guess you don't have to worry about that. But if you're planting in the ground, is that a consideration?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I'd say. It probably hasn't been a huge issue up until recently with climate weirding and we've had much hotter periods of time in the summer, and so a shade cloth can be a helpful tool to have on hand when we get really, really warm days, especially for your more tender crops like your leafy greens or your cooler season crops like some of your roots will appreciate a bit more shade. Um, but most likely your, you know, your heat crops, so your squash, your tomatoes, they're probably gonna love, love that. And unless it's the major heat wave, you can leave the shade cloth off of those. Oh, you mean like you had a couple yeah. weeks
0: ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, you know, for a lot of beginning gardeners, I think, you know, you can,
1: you don't need a ton of of equipment or materials to get started.
0: And you can kind of repurpose what you have. So you say like your, your lettuces and that are pretty easy things. What about like, you know, like tomatoes, the different, you know, I know you can grow them like some are like, you know, 60 days and some are like 80 and, you know, different varieties. Is that a good crop for beginners to work with as well?
1: If if someone were a totally new gardener, I'd recommend trying a cherry tomato variety. We tend to have a lot of success getting those to ripen, even when we have a cool summer here in the Maritime Northwest. Um, You know, in general, it could be variable depending on the gardener and how much time and attention they're giving to their, their tomato crops. Um, an easy summer one or easy, <laughs> um, right? A pretty, a pretty um beginner-friendly one would be like a, a summer squash. So, a zucchini or um any kind of the little crookneck squashes. All of those summer squashes are very um resilient through the season and they produce a lot of food so that that's usually the one in the summer that i'd recommend to a new gardener
0: oh excellent and so you also have classes like you said of after the harvest of what to do with them or preserving or drawing or you know freezing
1: yeah so some upcoming classes we have include um making homemade pickles uh basic canning um we've also hosted classes in the past where we're doing some cooking and we haven't an, urban weeds class where it's sort of like thinking about foraging and so lots of different classes that are geared towards more of the enjoyment of eating from (laughs) Um,
0: well that's always good yeah that's really good and so if you were to um um like talk to like a new um, a new gardener what are some of the things that you would tell them it's like hi i'm coming to this class and what are some of the things that you would give them i mean are there like you're giving them handouts of what what to look for and soils or treatments and yeah so with all of our
1: classes we offer students a class outline so it's basically like pre-written notes from the class that you can use to take notes on or as a reference later on we also typically give a resource sheet which will include helpful resources so that you know some information i don't think anyone needs to store in their mind so maybe it's um, a planting chart for example to see what time of year you could start something or when the window for planting is. And sometimes we store that information in our heads, but you could also just save just have it a chart. And go back to it each year when you're planning.
0: Right, so are your classes now in person or are they on Zoom or is it a combination? Yeah, we're, it's exciting. It's a combination
1: now. So um, we still have a lot of classes on Zoom and they're recorded. So they go out to registered participants after class and they could view them um live or after and then we have a few in-person classes that we've recently added and we'll continue doing that as the summer and fall continues and then we also have some classes such as our comprehensive organic gardening class which is coming up in late august early september and that's a hybrid class so it's a thursday evening online and a saturday in-person class and that's a really like um in-depth sort of exploration of lots of organic gardening practices.
0: Oh, so yeah. give me so give me like something. What would an organic kind of gardening class look like? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, well, you know, sometimes it'll look like um, sharing, sharing some practices and ideas, looking at it together in the garden or if the classes online will show you lots of um, helpful picture references. Um, Sometimes it involves an activity where if it were in person, we're often hands on working in the garden beds, um, looking at things together or or getting to do the planting or bed prep in the garden. Um, Sometimes it involves an activity where we've We're asking folks to create a garden map or to answer a few plant garden planning questions. So a chance to basically apply the learning that they have that they're getting from the content part of the class in in an activity. And then we always leave lots of time for question and answer. Most folks are usually coming with questions about their own garden or something that they're wondering about around the topic and so we try to make a lot of space too for that conversation and yeah.
0: you brought up a point about a garden map tell me a little bit more about that is that where you're actually plotting what crops go where according to like the sunlight or or you know like we, there's a lot of wind in seattle at times
1: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, creating a garden map is a great way to get a sense of where there's sunlight, where there's shade, um, where you may have different um, things with it influencing your garden space. So maybe there are trees or buildings that um, influence why you decide to put something where. And then keeping a record of that can be helpful so that from year to year, you rotate what you're planting. And that will help. You reduce pest issues in the garden. It will help maintain um, some soil fertility balance just by, you know, instead of planting only tomatoes in one spot every year, (laughs) you just rotate it and plant different things from year to year. Um, And a map can, can be a really helpful way.
0: Oh, thank you, Marnie. Now we have to take another short break here, but stay tuned and we'll get back to that. And Marnie is going to leave us with some thoughts for, um, us to ponder over the weekend. So Great. we'll be right back.
2: Healing is something human beings do naturally. If you pay attention, your body will teach you how to care for itself through the practice of chiropractic, cranial therapy, and movement training. Katherine Engelhardt can help you understand the role of your body in your overall well-being. Learn to listen to the wisdom of the self and start your healing journey today. Call Katherine Inglehart at 206 706 4515 or go to naturalchoice.net keyword search Ingelhart
1: Marlene's Market and Deli is a family-owned and operated natural food store. We started with a small storefront in Federal Way in 1976. Our focus on natural and organic food brought us instant success. To meet growing public demand, Marlene's now has two stores serving the Federal Way and Tacoma communities. Besides bringing you 100% organic produce, we also have a deli, supplements, body care products, and educational classes. To learn more, call Marlene's Federal Way at or Marlene's Tacoma at 253-472-4080 or go to naturalchoice.net. Keyword search Marlene's.
2: Having a good mattress is a non-medical approach to improve your sleep experience. Bedrooms and More has the largest selection of natural and organic mattresses in Seattle. Our store has been family-owned and operated since 1972. Much of our furniture is made in Washington, and many of the mattresses are made in the Pacific Northwest. Our products are made with organic cotton, organic wool, natural latex, and organic sateen ticking. Say goodbye to synthetics, polyurethane, toxins, dyes, and off-gassing materials, and get a better sleep now. Call 206-633-4494 or go to naturalchoice.net, keyword search bedrooms. Walking your talk? Take us with you. The KKNW app makes streaming our programming
0: easy on your phone or tablet. This is Dr. Elizabeth Hughes and you are listening to the Natural Choice Network on Alternative Talk 1150. We're back with Marnie of the TILF Alliance and she's going to leave us with some great thoughts today. And so what would you like to leave our audience with? What's the big takeaway you would like them to have as new gardeners or, you know, I think the map was very cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think... Um, Something I like to share with students in my gardening classes is that there's more than one right way to garden. And I think that, you know, talking with other gardeners and joining classes and just trying new things and and, and just planting the seeds and checking on your garden is a great way to learn through doing and um, learn from other people in the gardening community as well.
0: Okay. And so, um, how can people get a hold of you? And um, if you want to give us your contact information, websites, you know?
1: Sure, yeah. So yeah, you're, you're welcome to reach out to me directly. I help to manage our adult education program. So all of those fun classes we were talking about earlier, um, you could ask questions about those. We also have great um, volunteer opportunities where you can come out and I'll, I'll send you my email. It's just my name at Tilda Lions. Well, if you um, want to give it
0: on the air, it, they'll, they can listen to it now and they can grasp it or a phone number in that.
1: Got it. Okay, so it's uh, Marnie Soren, so M-A-R-N-I, S-O-R-I-N, at tiltalliance.org, and then our website is tiltalliance.org, and you can click the um, Take a Class with Us button or Adult Classes tab, and that's a great way to find out what kind of offerings we have coming up.
0: Oh, well, time has gone by. Thank you so much. And I hope all you wouldn't be listeners of Gardening Variety have got a great deal of information today. And you can also keyword search for Gardening Today with Marnie Sorn, Fall and Winter Gardens, naturalchoice.net to find her contact information along with an archive of today's show. And you will find hundreds of other great resources and valuable information to help you make the best choices for you, your family, and your community. So be sure to check it out. And thank you again for joining me today, Marnie Soren. Yes,
1: no problem. Thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome. And a big thanks to our listeners for joining us today, too. And as you know, our choices create our experiences and collectively our experiences create our community. So on air, on print or online. Thank you for making the natural choice.